In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The devil hates forgiveness. The devil hates forgiveness. The devil is the slanderer. The devil is the liar. The devil is the divider. The devil hates forgiveness. And in fact, he hates forgiveness because that word forgiveness, actually in Greek, uh, has kind of an implication that makes it seem like it's about sharing the same space. And so if the devil is the divider, if he's the one who wants to separate us, then he wants to separate us from staying in the same space. And he thought, perhaps, that he had won when Adam and Eve were expelled from the Garden of Paradise, the Garden of Eden, which is, in fact, what we are celebrating today in the church. And the great fathers of the church uh, put together this remembrance of the expulsion of Adam and Eve from the Garden of Paradise and the forgiveness, because forgiveness is how we get back there. Forgiveness is how we are once again reunited with the Tree of Life. And that's why the devil hates forgiveness. Because when Adam and Eve were expelled from the Garden of Eden, from paradise, as we know from the scripture and as we know even in the iconographic tradition, and I'm pointing that way because there's an icon of the expulsion of Adam and Eve uh, on the stand there in the back. You have uh, the cherubim that are blocking the entrance to, uh, to the Garden of Eden where the tree of life is. And the cherubim, as we know, have the six wings, and we see them around in the iconography even here in our nave. And it might be helpful for us to even think about this event when we look at the iconography of the nave and see the cherubim that are there. But even that word cherubim, it's a, it's a rank of angel, but that word cherubim itself means the fullness of knowledge or the outpouring of wisdom. And so it seems to imply the way to get back to the tree of life. The way to get back to the tree of life is through wisdom, by obtaining the fullness of all of the great wisdom for us to be able to learn a whole bunch. Well, here, brothers and sisters, is where the devil continues to trip us up and how we know that he hates forgiveness and he wants to divide. Because when we think about the wisdom of this world, think about how we go about attempting to attain wisdom. We think about something perhaps that is our uh, opinion, and we Google it. And we find out all of the different things that we can about it. And unfortunately, in many occasions, the way that we find wisdom, the way that we take on wisdom, is actually the same thing that happened to Adam and Eve to keep them from being with the tree of life. Because most of the time, perhaps when we look to attain wisdom, we're hoping to win arguments. And so we go to attain wisdom, and we do our Google search to justify ourselves. We look at it to justify ourselves, and that's precisely what Eve does when uh, she hears from the serpent, reading on that review board about the tree of knowledge of good and evil. Oh yeah, it's beautiful to eat. That thing is going to taste good, and it's going to make you like God. She She justified herself with the knowledge that she gained. And we do the same thing. We attempt to justify ourselves. And so we don't find out the big picture. We find out only the wisdom and information that applies there that we think verifies our own opinions, which divides us. 
Further, when we find, when we try to attain the wisdom of this world, oftentimes we're looking for someone to blame. Whose fault is this that is going on? News articles all the time about it's this person's fault or this thing's fault that this is going on. And that's exactly what happened with Adam and Eve. Blame. When God questions Adam, he says, the woman you gave me, gave me the food and I ate it. He blamed. And Eve as well. When she was questioned, she said, well, the serpent. And I ate. Blame. We find wisdom to justify from this world. We find the wisdom of this world to blame. We find the wisdom of this world to generalize and to stereotype so that we can even dehumanize people who might not even think the same way that we do. And that's the wisdom of this world. And that's the seeds of the evil one that are still being planted in our hearts all of these many years later from the expulsion of the Garden of Eden. So what's the wisdom that we need to see the tree of life? St. Paul in 1 Corinthians says, Christ crucified. The wisdom of God and the power of God. It is Christ crucified. It is in the crucifixion of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ where we see an image and an icon of forgiveness. Because when we look at the image of the cross, we see Christ crucified and we see our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ looking to us and saying, I am willing to go as far as I have to in order to share the same space with you. And that's what he wants. And that's what forgiveness is. Remember to share the same space. He says, I'm willing to take on everything to destroy the thing that is keeping us from being together, the consequences of your sin. I want to do everything I can so that we can share that same space. And not just the few, but for all. Because remember on the cross, and here's the really powerful thing. Remember on the cross, he looks at the people who are crucifying him, who are murdering him. And he says, not, Father, look at what they've done to me. He says, Father, I want to still share the space with those people too. That's our God who wants to forgive and offer forgiveness and grant forgiveness so that we can share the same space with him. So that, because that's where the tree of life is and we know it. And brothers and sisters, that's the image and icon of forgiveness that we have in front of us today. And that image of forgiveness is very, very, very hard. But it helps us perhaps to understand why the Lord says in the gospel this morning, your Father in heaven will forgive you your transgressions if you forgive others. And we say that in the Lord's Prayer, Lord willing, a few times every single day of our life. That caveat when we think about forgiveness being sharing the same space with someone, it's not that God is saying, I don't want to share space with you. He's looking at you and saying, are you ready are you ready to share space with this person that you dislike with me? Or are you willing to not share space with me because you are so angry with that person? 
and are unwilling to forgive and are unwilling to open your heart and unwilling to share your space. And that is what he is attempting to really put forth for us today in this commemoration and in our lives and in the Lord's Prayer and in everything we see and we hear. And it seems like a basic thing, but that's why we need to hear it over and over and over again because the devil hates forgiveness because it keeps us from the tree of life. And brothers and sisters, as difficult as this type of forgiveness is, and I understand that there might even be relationships that are not ready to share space, perhaps not even on this side of the kingdom of heaven. But we have got to have that as the ideal. We have got to have that as the wisdom of God that defeats the wisdom of this world, which is about division, which is about slander, which is about separation because that cannot abide in the kingdom of heaven. Forgiveness actualizes the resurrection in our life. Now, so much of the last few weeks, I've been talking to you about the prayer of St. Ephraim the Syrian. And what I didn't mention a lot about it was the fact that we make prostrations in between each of those sentences. And those are very powerful sentences, and it's a very powerful action for us to do because it's a silent prayer. And brothers and sisters, so much of the time, the first step in forgiveness might even be silent. Because we don't know the words to say to someone who has wronged us. We don't know the words to say to someone who we have wronged. We don't know the words to say to God when seeking ultimately His forgiveness. And the first step then in that reconciliation, which the devil hates, is to throw ourselves down before God in a prostration to throw ourselves down before the other person that we have offended, to throw ourselves down before the other person who has offended us. That is forgiveness. Brothers and sisters, our Lenten journey and really all of our life is about communion and reconnection to the tree of life. There is only one way to get there, the cross. And the, the fruit of that cross is the image of forgiveness and reconciliation. May we forgive like our Lord did. May we draw that wisdom and be once again connected to the tree of life. And finally, along with Christ, defeat the evil one who desires nothing more than to divide us. May we share the same space and partake of the tree of life here. And may we share the same space and partake of the tree of life and the kingdom which is to come. Glory to the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen.